time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5. Searching for a soul like a child star from love. A far cry from decent will I ever be enough. My world is pixelated, finding worth in social lies. Hang on every word, like rumors feeding lies. around the region on Z97.5 starting things out with Nashville's own The Grave Denial and Unlovable. What a beautiful song that is. I am Samantha Knight. Welcome to the program. Rock Around the Region brought to you by the Armored Trucking Academy. Voted Clarksville's best vocational school. If you've been thinking about starting or furthering a career in the trucking industry, log on to armoredtruckingacademy.com and let them steer you in the right direction. You can get rolling in as little as four weeks. Tonight on the program, part two of my conversation comes your way with Hidden Sixes. And 
I'm going to get you a brand new song from them. You'll also hear from Guerrilla Warfare, Of Serpents, Lights of Marfa, Lights Out Band, and more. Plus, I'm going to tell you about a great benefit show and a couple of great benefit shows that are coming up that you need to be a part of. In the meantime, make sure you uh, plan on next Friday. The 26th, spending a little bit of your hard-earned money for the brand new album from Clarksville's own Awaken. Monsters and Machines is available for pre-order now on the band's Facebook page, and it drops, like I said, on February 26th. Their latest song, only fitting that they go after the grave denial because the song is called Graveyards. It is Awaken on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Brother Region on Z97.5, my burning flower from Lights of Marfa. Decided to toss that one back into the mix last week, and I was asking, like, where the hell is Lights of Marfa? What is going on? Well, I mean, days after, I mean, like, two days after I played and talked about it, I saw a post from Corey from Lights of Marfa, and he said, Lights of Marfa is still alive. Uh, he and uh, frontman Benjamin Hatch are slowly working on new tunes. In the meantime, he's also joined another project uh, called The Great Affairs, and they have got some new music coming out, so we'll get a hold of that and get it on Rock Around the Region. So, yes, New Lights of Marfa is coming. In the meantime, nobody sits still, especially during a pandemic, and you still want to jam and create. So we'll see if we can't get a hold of some stuff from The Great Affairs. I am Samantha Knight. Rock Around the Region being brought to you by the Armored Trucking Academy. was very excited on Friday to see a Facebook post from Tyra Nicole Two-Step Malay, drummer. For she tracked new songs on Friday. In fact, laying down the drums for four brand new songs from the upcoming She EP. The first single from She, 
Comatose. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. With Samantha Knight, everything that rocks. C97.5.
On Z97.5, Lights Out Band from right here in Clarksville. That is beautiful nonsense. Coming up on Saturday, March 6th, they're going to be joined by a handful of others at the warehouse for a benefit concert for Mana Cafe. Now, Mana Cafe, of course, such a great organization here in Clarksville that helps those less fortunate with ministry, with food, with clothing, with shelter. And, of course, it takes money to keep it rolling. So that benefit show happening at the warehouse. Find details at facebook.com slash the warehouse rocks. Time for part two of my conversation with Hidden Sixes, the metal band out of Nashville. Just starting to get the uh, get to know you portion with the band. Uh, let's catch up. I want to um, get to know each of you individually here. I mean, obviously, we know how all of this came together. So we're going to start over here with you, Joe. And you all are going to get your, your moments here. So don't be afraid of that thing. It's okay. One bite. Right. Okay, you cool. Can do it. <laughs> do forget it. about it. <laughs> what do you mean, forget about it? Like, just forget like like we're here. Uh, you know. So we've got, uh, we've got. Um, I, I'm still waiting for the Christopher Walkins to, to resurface, and we'll get to that. But Joe, um, you're the one that's actually like reached out to me with all of this. So tell me a little bit about your background as far as how long you've been playing. What made you wake up one day and say, this is what I'm going to do? Like, what musical family, what did your what did your parents listen to? What is it that, that was like your pivotal moment that said, this is it. This is what I want to do. Well, so both of my parents actually are big rock fans, um, but my my dad played during the glam era. Okay. And then, um, I don't know, my parents were divorced and so my mom was into the hippie rock stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I started getting in trouble and she was like, well, it's time for you to live with your dad. And he just, he had bands going at the time and I was, uh, asking him to teach me to play. And he, of course he was busy doing his music. And, uh, 
So he sits me down, he, he teaches me three chords, and he's like, now, when you can play these three chords and not have to stop and look at your fingers, you come back and I'll teach you something else. Nice. And so um, I did that, and then once I got it to where I could do those three chords without him, I felt like I was better than him. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and so, you got um, a little cocky, didn't you? I, I did. And then, um, I don't know, I just started, I was more into writing my own stuff than learning somebody else's. So, so how did you figure out how to write stuff if you weren't sure how to play things yet? Uh, just what sounded good to me. You could just hear it in your head? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of, I guess, what what was the artist or is there an artist that you heard that made you really want to go past those three chords and take that arrogance and turn it into what it is now? Um, you know what? My, it's almost the typical. Obviously, my dad, then Eddie, and Dime. Fair enough. Yeah. I like that you listed your dad first. That's nice. Yeah. Well, Considering I mean, you thought you were better than him. I was in the house with him. <laughs> what, what, what else do I do? <laughs> yeah. So did you, um, aside from your dad, is he the only one that taught you or did you take official lessons? And no, no. I took what did less- you do before Hidden Sixes? Well, I was in, a, like I said, a couple of different projects that didn't work out. And um, so anyhow, I was sitting on these riffs and very sarcastically answered uh, his yeah. his ad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know. He just, he liked my riffs and we started jamming them out. And here we are. There we go. Awesome. Yeah. Mr. Connery, Mike. Yes. <laughs> so people don't get confused. <laughs> Tell what? me about your start, because obviously uh, you, you made mention that you have been uh, a tech and road crew before. So as far as your upbringing, what did you listen to? Your parents listened to what got you into it? I got into music from my old. I have two older brothers, uh, like a, a bunch older. I was the wait. Are you kidding? How can you be pregnant? I thought you were in menopause. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> There's that much room in between me and my siblings. So but I remember being, you know, four or five and the, the, the turntable cart was, you know, at about like nose level. Sure. And I would see my brothers put LPs on the thing and I wanted to learn how to do that. So they gave me a record they didn't like to practice with. I think it was a sticks record. So I, I, I learned how to, you know, properly put a, a, a record on the player how, and drop the needle. Put your fingers exactly. on it, yes. And, you know, I just, you know, started listening to the music, mostly classic rock, uh, you know, things like Springsteen, The Doors, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, I'd get the tennis racket and play, you know, fake yes. guitar with it and jump around on the couch and junk like that. And a few years later, you know, like 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 a lot of kids, I, I joined the school band and played sax for a couple of years. And then one day I was watching. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to picture that right now. Just, <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> I, was, I still do the tennis racket thing now. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to say, though, sidebar, you guys are the first band in here that ever brought up the tennis racket thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to do that too. I still do that. I can't play, but yeah. I, I used to. So I used to sure pretend. Too. It's a good facsimile for a guitar. Yeah, sure. I yeah, mean, sure. it's got strings on it and everything. So yeah. anyway, continue. Um, then I was watching MTV one day and I saw the video for Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine, and that cool uh, bass melody that Duff does mm-hmm. towards the beginning of the song. I was like, man, that long skinny, that skinny neck guitar with four strings on it makes a cool sound. I want to do that. <laughs> So then, of course, I discovered it was a bass sure. and, and told my mom, I was like, I don't want to play sax anymore. I want to play bass. And she said, well, you can't quit sax, but you can do bass, too. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll take deal. that deal. And I started taking lessons. And I, the first time I played uh, played a bass through an amp, I was like, where have you been my whole right. life? You know, it feels like a body part. You never knew you were. Yeah. Missing. And from there, you know, after Guns N' Roses, it was Metallica. And that was basically it. You know, it was heavier and heavier after that. I was, you know, a total dirthead. How kid. long before you were allowed to give up the sax? I stuck with it through high school. I played all the way through high school. Uh, and the, the, my school didn't have a marching band. We had a sideline pep band. So I played in that. And, you know, would do rock band stuff with my other friends. I, w- I was lucky enough that there were a lot of people my age who were pretty talented, especially I was blessed to have some good drummers around me. Yeah. So as a bass player, that's the first thing you look for is, you know, trying to find somebody else who you can 
form a rhythm section. Sure. I got lucky enough to start doing that like right after I played. So in addition to learning how to play the instrument, I learned how to play with other people right away. And once that stuff is in you, it infects you and you can't get rid of it. You know, like, <laughs> the saxophone away and never looked at it again? Uh, I, I think I eventually sold it, which I do <laughs> regret. I mean, like if I still had that thing around, I'd whip it out every now and then. But and to, uh, you could probably put a saxophone in my hands and some sheet music and I could probably still burn that to pieces. Wow. Sounds but, like maybe a potential idea for, you know, something different. <laughs> Down the road. That's a side for future project. Hidden sixes. I mean, we'll just like, leave hey. that to Mike's foreplay with the lady. Now go get your shine box. <laughs> go get your shine box and your saxophone. Oh my lord.
Around the Region on Z97.5. That is brand new from Hidden Sixes. The tune is called Everything. The gentleman, my guest in studio right now, and is we're getting to know Mike, the bass player, an amazing Sean Connery uh, impersonation, but also a sax player before becoming a, a bass player. But along the way, you know, like my parents were cool and they let me have rehearsal at the house. Oh, and wow. So there was always a drum kit at the house. So I taught myself how to play drums just by screwing around with it. I picked up guitar and took a couple, like a year's worth of lessons on that. I, I wanted to be able to do all those, the basic stuff in a rock band because along the way I discovered what a producer is a record producer does Mm -hmm. and what engineers were and I thought well you know it might be useful to know a bunch of stuff along with that very Um, ambitious so you know bass was always the focus it it still is um but and then I went to music school and and, uh, got a degree in production engineering and it was I I did that not because I wanted to be a producer or an engineer but because tone my tone was really really important to me and I wanted to be able to communicate with real engineers and real producers without saying dumb stuff like it doesn't sound purple enough (laughs) I wanted to be I wanted to be able to you know like actually be able to, to to know what you were talking about yeah, yeah. and not sound like a complete moron right and, and have a producer go sit down son I got this yeah it's, and, it's good yeah and then it sort of snowballed into like well I have a good idea in my head of what I want so I just started recording my own stuff and the bands that I was in I was always that guy you know I was always the tech guy I was always fixing everybody's stuff that they didn't know what to do with and I started recording early and just kind of went for it you know not I mean, like, sure, we, they, we, we taught, they taught us a bunch of stuff in school, but it, the only way to get good at recording is to do it over and right. over and over and over again. And that's what I did. And I was lucky enough to be, you know, I was in Boston at Berkeley College of Music, so I was <gasps> surrounded by sick musicians. So anytime I wanted, I could go jam with people that put me to shame. I, you know, it was easy to find people to record, to practice on. So, you know, that, that was a hell of an experience. That's a hell of a background, man. That's an impressive background. I mean, like, I'm very one, lucky. it's one thing for you to like learn all of the things because you know what it, you want it to sound like and you can communicate that and do that and potentially have, you know, that sidebar gig, but the Berkeley thing, holy crap. That's I was, impressive. I was very, very lucky. And, and my, my experience at Berkeley was truly amazing. It's, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm, I'm, glad I was there when I was. I was there from 96 to 99. I tried real college for one year and it didn't take. And uh, yeah, I graduated in 99 with a bachelor's of music and uh, David Bowie handed me my degree. Yeah. Winning. He was our, he was the keynote speaker that year. I'm sorry. Wow. I, my jaw just dropped. I can't even speak right now. Holy <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep myself. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It, it was that, that, but the, the one bummer about it was that graduation ceremony started at like seven in the friggin' morning. Ugh. And I was like, why would you do this to a bunch of music school people? We are all brutally hungover, like <laughs> all of us. <laughs> oh, my God. What an amazing story. Yeah, we were, we were under pressure. <laughs> Where's the rim shot? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after Boston, I went to New- I moved to New York for a while, and then uh, I ended is that up- where you guys met? Negative. No, no. Okay. we met in Nashville. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, so many do. I ended up here in 2007. There was uh, after Boston, it was New York for a while, and then Illinois, and married to the wrong woman, and stuff. We're not going to get into, you know. But I had to go through a bunch of crap to get here. Sure. But I'm glad I did land here, and you know, uh, meeting Burn all those years ago, and slogging through, and dealing with all the morons that we encountered, and and. Like getting so close, like we had two other guitar players and a singer for like a week, yeah. <laughs> and then that went, that came off the rails because you know somebody had a, a, a some personal issues and stuff that they needed to attend to, and th- 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 things are funny, man. Like just when you give up, yeah, is really I think 
it's like trying to find somebody to be with, you know, trying yeah. to find somebody to love or whatever. As soon as you stop looking, that person tends to walk into your life. And that's kind of how it worked with this. I, was gonna say, I mean, it, yeah, it's cliche, but it's obviously that's exactly what happened. It's all of the BS that you by yourself has have gone through to bring you to this point. And, it, and to know, I mean, I, I get it, New York big, but it's not that big. And for right. the fact that you guys were both there and, and didn't meet until you came to Nashville. Actually, the, here's a really funny thing. We, You know, obviously we've been friends for, you know. 10 years now and he's talking about oh I played this show I'm like dude I was totally <laughs> at your show you know yeah. oh we broke down I'm like I can't believe that was you guys you know oh, wow we've had we've definitely been in the same rooms I've seen We're his like band 20, play 25 years ago yeah. or whatever you know it's you crazy know. It's, I mean the world is small enough but the, the world of, of this industry in particular is even smaller yep. it's, it's crazy small yep. yeah but what a great story, and, and to, to bring you here to this is pretty spectacular. All the right things, all the right time, even when it felt all totally, totally wrong. It's a blessing. Yeah, sure. I, 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 I'm, I say all the time that I'm the luckiest person I know. You know? <laughs> so what made you then, like, or I guess put you out on whatever choice being um, to, to go guitar tech and tour that way as opposed to trying to get your own thing going? Money, 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 money. <laughs> I mean, the steady paycheck didn't hurt. Uh, I, I, I knew people on the crew, and um, I had been doing stuff in town, like corporate AV stuff. And sure, it pays the bills, but it sucks. Yeah. It's, it's no fun at all. And being on the road is pretty cool. I mean, you know, you, you, you get paid to do... I got paid to do stuff I did on my own for free since I was 10 years old. So, you know, <laughs> somebody drives you around the country, and you get to, you know, smoke as much weed as you want. It's pretty great, you know? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97 Vibe.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. Brand new from Guerrilla Warfare. It is called Blinded by Demons. They are going to be a little bit busy for for a while. And let me tell you what, because I told you I had another benefit show that I needed to tell you about. And this one is pretty spectacular. It's happening at the Revel House on University Avenue, just across from Austin P. on Saturday, March 6th. This is a benefit for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. If you don't know anything about St. Jude's, the Children's Hospital, parents never have to drop a dime. This takes care of kids with very serious illnesses and cancers and all kinds of stuff. And parents never have to drop a dime. That's what St. Jude's does. It's a fantastic organization. And again, another one of these things that it requires money to keep doing what it is that they do. So, Medal for a Cause. The benefit for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital is happening on Saturday, March 6th at the Revel House. Hidden Sixes, Modern Primate, Guerrilla Warfare, and Of Serpents all on the bill. Check out details on uh, Facebook. The uh, I've got the flyer posted on my page, and it's kind of rolling all over the place, but it's going to be a great cause. Uh, show starts at 7 o'clock. They're also going to live stream it, too, so if you don't feel comfortable being out, you don't have to be. It'll be available for live stream, and you'll be able to make donations to the St. Jude's benefit right there. Pretty damn cool. All right, so you already heard from Hidden Sixes, and you know that they're going to be out and about on this show and Guerrilla Warfare and Of Serpents. Aside from that, there is another show with Guerrilla Warfare and Of Serpents I'm going to tell you about coming up on March 13th. Also, a benefit show. See, all of us metalheads are not little hellions like some people believe. We do good things. So on March 13th, it is the 2021 Hardcore Formal Benefit for Disabled American Veterans. That one is happening at the warehouse. Check out details on Facebook. Let's crank up the brand new one from Of Serpents, Black Zodiac. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Yeah. 
Let's rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97 Vibe.
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Pirate the Radio out of Nashville. The tune is called Scum. I'm very excited because next Saturday, the 27th, they will be doing a show at the warehouse. And I'm finally going to get the chance to catch up with them. We're going to sit down and have a conversation. And we'll record all of that and bring it to you in future weeks right here on Rock Around the Region. Just a couple of tunes left for you, including something brand spanking new from the Madisonville, Kentucky outfit, Reverend Jack, when Rock Around the Region returns. Rock Around the Region being brought to you by the Armored Trucking Academy. If you've been thinking about starting or furthering a career in the trucking industry, they can steer you in the right direction. Log on to armoredtruckingacademy.com to learn how you can get started in as little as four weeks. Armored Trucking Academy voted Clarksville's best vocational school. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
Region on Z97.5. That is Callus and their latest sand. Looking forward to seeing them on March 10th. They've got a show at the warehouse opening up for Adelita's Way. Can you believe it? How long has it been since we've seen Adelita's Way? They are getting ready to commence this weekend, actually, on a little mini tour. And we are included that in we are included in that on Wednesday, March 10th, powered by Filthy Nasty Productions. Details, Facebook.com slash the warehouse rocks. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking out the program. Love spending my Sunday night with you, and a big thanks to Hidden Sixes for being my guest once again. We will spotlight them again with part three next week on Rock Around the Region. In the meantime, you know of a band that I need to be aware of, you want to be a part of the show, you you know, whatever. Let me know. Let's talk. You can hit me up on Facebook or you can drop me an email. It is Samantha at Z975.com. Again, thanks. A big thanks to the Armored Trucking Academy for sponsoring Rock Around the Region as well. Wrapping things up tonight with a brand new track from the band out of Madisonville, Kentucky, Reverend Jack. This one's called Forever Town. It's Rock Around the Region on Z975. We'll see you next time. Get in the car and go. Trouble behind, I'm just burning time to find a piece of.